Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, we have had a city that has jumped over everybody. It's in England. It's not even in the United States. No, they've jumped. They are like our number one city of listeners now. Beating Mebane. Yes. Colchester, Essex. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Y'all are listening to so many of our our episodes and sharing, and we are just tickle pink. Thank you so much, Colchester, Essex, for listening and sharing. We are so excited. So y'all are like in the number one top spot for Grace and Shadows. number one. Then Mevin, then Charlotte, then Lynchburg. Yeah. Pretty cool. We're so excited. So thank you so much for listening and sharing. We really appreciate it. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Where do boats go when they're sick? Where do boats go when they're sick? Don't have a clue. To the boat dock. Oh, why did I not figure that one out? Oh, to the dock. Okay. Okay. That's pretty I've got another one. Of course you do. How do you get a squirrel to like you? I have no idea. Act like a nut. Oh, okay. I knew nut was involved somehow, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Well, today is March the 1st when we're recording this, 2024. And some interesting things happen. In 1790, the U.S. Congress authorized the first census. Hmm. In 1803, Ohio, the state where you were born, became the 17th state in the United States. Hmm. In 1867, Nebraska became the 37th state in the United States. So very interesting things happened. And in 1872, Yellowstone became the world's first national park. Pretty nifty. And let's do one more. 1961, President John F. Kennedy signed an executive order establishing the Peace Corps. Sweet. So interesting things happened on this day. Yeah. All right. So, what are we talking about today? We're going back to a char- our character study. Uh, okay. On with David. Yes. And we're talking about an interesting one here. Second right. Samuel chapter six. Okay. David is now the king. Yes, he is. And um, he is in Jerusalem. And uh, if you would read one through two. Okay. Second uh, Samuel chapter six verses one through two. David again brought together all the young men of Israel, thirty thousand. He and all his men went to Bala and Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name, the name of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim on the Ark. So David gathered all the choice men, all the these men that were like the most powerful. Yes. 30,000. This was a big deal. David was so focused mm-hmm. uh, on bringing the best soldiers, the greatest people and bringing the ark, which represented the glory of God, to yes. Jerusalem mm-hmm. to be the central place of worship for the nation of Israel. Nice. Uh, matter of fact, Jerusalem will be where King Jesus and and the church, we will be, mm-hmm. reigning with Christ for the thousand-year period. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, so they bring up the ark of God. And the ark of God, or the ark of the covenant, mm-hmm. uh, 
which is what God commanded Moses to make about 400 years prior Mm -hmm. to David, was basically a box. The ark means box or chest. Okay. And it was completely, totally covered with gold, uh, ornate gold lid, and, Mm -hmm. and its top was known as the mercy seat. And basically, the Ark of God represented the glory of God. Mm -hmm. It was a representation. It was symbolic with a powerful literal meaning. Mm -hmm. And so the Ark of God was about three feet, nine inches Mm -hmm. uh, long, two feet, three inches wide, two feet, three inches high. Mm -hmm. And in the tables that the law of Moses was brought down from Mount Sinai was in there. Jar of manna and Aaron's rod that miraculously bloomed That's in confirmation cool. to his leadership. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. And so the Lord of hosts would dwell between the cherub and the ark. Interesting enough, God is really, was very artistic. He had them create uh, uh, emblems mm-hmm. of cherubim where the almighty would sit. And David wanted all Israel to be alive and sense the, the awesomeness of the presence of the glory of God. So cool. Yeah. Go ahead and read three through five. All right. They set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill Uzzah and Ahio, sons of It almost of sounds Japanese. Yeah. We're guiding the new cart with the ark of God on it. And Ahio was walking in front of it. David and all Israel were celebrating with all their might before the Lord with castanets, harps, Liars, timbrels, sistrums, and cymbals. I wonder if he said Domo Regato, Ohio. I'm just <laughs> Ohio. kidding. That is awful. Well, a little uh, backstory here okay. is in First um, Samuel 7 1, the Philistines came back with the ark. They had right. captured it from Saul. Yes. And uh, it was so awesome that, you know, the, they put the ark of the covenant in with their false gods and they mm-hmm. would come back the next morning and false gods heads would be gone and they would bow down to the Ark of the Covenant. Right. Finally, people were getting sick and they said, hey, we got to get this back to Israel. Yes. Because we don't want this thing. Right. Get it out. Uh, yeah. So, so here they are. They're bringing it back. Okay. Um, they set the Ark on a new cart. Wow. Man, that was good of them. Right. They, they put it, bringing it on an Ark. Okay. Or a cart. Yeah. An ark on a cart. Ark on the cart. <laughs> and that had to be a good thing, Marla. Mm, I think we're going to find out later it was not such a good thing, actually. You know, it's important that God doesn't want us to add to his word. Or do things half-heartedly. Or do things yeah. half-heartedly or the wrong way. Right. You know, we can have a sincere heart. Yes. And be pure with our heart, but be totally wrong. Right. Uh, we can worship the true God the wrong way and commit idolatry. And God calls for obedience, and we need to obey him. And I say this because I'm pointing out in Exodus uh, 25, 12 through 15, mm-hmm. God told the people how to how to move the Ark of the Covenant. That's right. And it wasn't on a cart. It was very specific. How he it said, was with poles right. through the rings. Mm-hmm. And only the Levites could do it. Right. Yeah. And so it's interesting enough that this was just, uh, do you think we do this today? Oh, of course. We, yeah, we, we don't follow wholly what God tells us to do. We sometimes pick and choose, which I think this is what's happened here. God doesn't want us 
adding or trying to help him. Right. You know, that's what David, and, and we're going to find out the seriousness of it in just a minute. Yes. But they were trying, I think they said, we got this cart, mm-hmm. technology's really cool. Yeah. It'll help us get it there faster, won't have right. to break a sweat. The Philistines yeah. did it, had no problems with it. Correct. But they're going to find out something. Yeah. Um, go ahead and, uh, well, Uza. Okay. Uza in Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> um, they, right. They're the ones. Uza means strength. Okay. Or Uza. 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 I've always called him Uza, but I think it's properly pronounced Uza. And I, I do that okay. all the time. Ohio okay. is Ohio. friendly. Okay. So what verses am I reading? Go ahead and read uh, six through seven. Okay. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uza. Uzzah reached out and took mm-hmm. hold of the ark of God because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah because mm. of his irreverent act. Therefore, God struck him down and mm. he died there beside the ark of God. Wow. So, I mean, they mm. have all these musicians. They have all this. I mean, they're having a celebration for they the glory of God. The David thinks he's doing the right thing. Yep. He probably had like lights up. He probably had a seeker friendly <laughs> church. He probably didn't preach on the all the all the thing all the uh, canon of scripture because he didn't want to insult anybody. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going there? Yeah, I see where we going do there. that in church today. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to talk about sin, right? Or we we want to make uh, church more popular, more techno. Uh, technologically yeah, seeker advanced, friendly. seeker friendly. Yeah, no. Um, I think that's kind of dangerous, it precarious. Is dangerous. I agree. I well, agree. even our Catholic and the Greek Orthodox, right, with all the idols, they yes. try to worship the true God in the wrong yeah, way yeah. through idols, right. And they're sincere, but sincerely wrong. Well, yeah, yeah, and and it's adding and taking away. And so here they come, and all this festivities, right? And they're they're. Nacon's threshing floor. Right. This is where they did stalks of wheat were gathered and mm-hmm. chaff was separated from the re- wheat. Right. And Uzzah somehow sees the Ark of the Lord. Maybe there's no indication it was going to fall. No. Uh, maybe he thought it was impulse. Right. Yeah. And he went to catch it and he touched it and he died. Right. Whew. Wait a minute. Isn't God just like that? You know, this is what I hear people say. It okay. gives me chills when I hear it. He's the big man upstairs. Oh, I can't stand hearing that. Or he's like Santa Claus. And no, he no, just, no. He giggles when we have a little sin. Absolutely not. He doesn't? No. Uzzah was struck dead. Well, yeah, he was because he touched the Ark of God. And this was the representation of God's seat. And he touched it. And that shows us the seriousness of sin to God. It shows us the seriousness of the fact that we need to obey his commands and what he tells us to do. And we need to do it his way, not ours. Yes. We can have, you know, the right intentions. Absolutely. And, you know, you hear people say, well, people worship other gods in other places and they're Mm. sincere. Yeah. Yeah. And look at Uzzah. Right. Yeah. So Uzzah falls dead because you can't touch God or or see God and live. No. Because he's holy. Right. There's no small sin to God. No. 
it's serious. Absolutely. What was the first sin? Do you remember? Um, Ever? I'm sorry? The first sin in the garden? The first sin in the garden uh, was lying and coveting. Well, basically that's true. And yeah. also they ate the fruit. Well, yeah. But they well, stole a fruit. They okay. stole a fruit. You're right. They broke every command. Actually. Right. Yeah. Because you break one, you break them all. Right. Yeah. So the really, they stole a fruit. Well, and and to go with the theme that we're saying, Eve mm-hmm. added to the word of God. She did. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go by God's way or no way. Right. Because it's otherwise, it's the wrong way. Correct. And so uh, God struck him. Yes. Uzzah was more than just a reflex action or instincts. Right. God struck Uzzah because his action was based upon a critical error in thinking yeah. of whom God is. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and read eight through nine. Then David was angry. Because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah, and to this day that place is called Perez Uzzah. David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? So David's anger was really uh, founded upon confusion Yeah, because he couldn't comprehend the reason uh, the good intentions weren't enough. Right. See, God cares about both our intentions and our actions. Yeah. He doesn't want us. He doesn't like it when we speak the truth and know the truth, but don't practice it. Right. But he also doesn't want us not speaking the truth and doing the truth at the same time. He wants us to do both. And it's also interesting. You can see between verse eight and nine, mm-hmm. how David's emotions quickly change. Yeah. And it doesn't really explain it. I mean, like he's angry in eight and then he's afraid of the Lord in nine. So something happened to make him realize God shouldn't be mad. (laughs) God wants us to look to him with dread. Yeah. And that word for dread really isn't. It's a he is not really a bosom pal. He is not somebody. He needs to be honored. He needs to be respected and respected honored. And honored. He yeah. is a friend through Christ. We yeah. have that. Yeah. And he is our uh, savior and Lord. Right. But he is also God and he's holy. Yes. And he's righteous. Right. And so we have to go to him as he wants to, us to come to him. Yeah. You know, that's the same way with salvation. Right. You know, many people say, well, you know, your way is okay. I do my way. You do yours. No, it's no. God's way or no way. God's way or the highway. You know, yeah. um, how can the ark come to me? Finally, David, he looks in Isaiah 820. Right. Uh, the law and the testimony that David found on God's word because he changes his heart. Very God quickly. changes his heart. Very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Go ahead and read 10 through 12. He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months, and the Lord blessed him and his entire household. Now King David was told, the Lord has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because of the ark of God. So David went to bring up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. Now, Obed-Edom was a Levite in the family of Korah and Mm Koah. Right. And so his family took care of the ark Mm -hmm. in accordance to Numbers 4. 
Followed the rules. He followed the rules, okay, did it God's God. way. Yep. And the Lord blessed his home. Yeah. Obed Edom. Sure did. Because he obeyed God. Yes. And didn't try to do it his own way. Right. Um, the, 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 he, so he brings it back, 12 through 15. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and read that. Okay. Now, King David was told, the Lord has blessed the household of Ebed, Obed, Edom, and everything he has because of the Ark of God. So David went to bring up the Ark of God from the house of Obed, Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. When those who were carrying the Ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. Wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might, while he and all of Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and sounds of trumpets. David was just to himself. He loved the Lord. He was worshiping him. And he worshiped him with everything he had. Yeah. He loved to be in the presence and the glory of God. Yes. He loved to worship him. And uh, that's what he's doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of times when we're worshiping God mm-hmm. and we're worshiping, we're excited, we're passionate, uh, you'll get people that are critical about that. True. You need, and one time years ago when I uh, received my licensure to preach. Yes. Uh, I was so excited about Jesus and I was just like telling everybody, the mailman, the garbage man, any man right. about Christ. Yeah. And, uh, well, one of these deacons came up and said, hey, congratulations there, Jonathan, on your mm-hmm. licensure. He said, don't worry, that'll wear off. And that was such an awful thing to say. I looked at him and was like, what? We don't want it to wear off. Well, you're going to see Mikal yeah. is going to rain on David's parade just a little bit. Okay. Uh, but backing up, he sacrificed the ox- oxen and the fatted sheep. This was an act of atonement. Yes. And... Uh, so through this, we can see the atonement mm-hmm. and the fellowship sacrifice. Right. We can see the seriousness of worship. And David mm-hmm. is, he, he removes his royal clothes <laughs> and he gets into a linen ephod. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is dancing around with all the other Jewish men. Mm-hmm. And he is praising the Lord. Yeah. And uh, he wants to be, you know, he wanted to be one of them. Right. And he wasn't nude, as some people no, would say. No, he was not. He was praising the Lord yeah. with these men, giving glory to God. He was and go ahead him. and read 16 through 19. All right. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, or Michal's daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. Through what verse did you want me to read? 19. Okay. They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offering and fellowship offerings before the Lord. After he had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of Israelites, both men and women, and all the people went to their homes. So Mikal despised him in her heart. That's awful. You know, this. she is like that deacon I have. <laughs> yeah. Who saw David's excitement about God and said, David, you're just a, you despised him, jealous of him. Right. Coveted him. Yeah. Um, and uh, that just wasn't very dignified, David. Get with the program. <laughs> right. Um, they brought the Ark of the Lord, set it in the midst of the tabernacle. Um, emblem of God's presence, and there's Mikhail. Yep. 
Go ahead and read 20 through 23. When David returned home to bless his household, Michal, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants as in vulgar fellow would. David said to Michal, It was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more undignified than this, mm. and I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But by these slave girls you spoke of, I will be held in honor. And Michal, daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. So Michal was kind of the kind of snobbish too, yeah, because she, she thought David was supposed to be kingly, right? Not hanging around, being like one of the people. But yeah, you know. She was so wrong in thinking that he was being like one of the people because he was just worshiping God and he was showing them as an example how they needed to worship God as well. Uh, so her heart was definitely not right. Well, you know, a lot of people saw David wrongly. Yeah. Or interpreted David's emotions and his right. love for God wrongly. Yeah. Remember, his brothers thought he was proud. Yeah, they did. And Saul thought he was. Right. And in reality, David was a man after God's own heart. He really loved God. Only God knows our heart. And right. here, Michal's doing the same thing. True. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, she does not, she's cursed. Yeah. She does not have any more children. Could it be because she couldn't? Or could it be because David never had relations with her? Uh, I don't know. But or it was probably, it yeah. punishment from God? I think it was both, all the above. I don't I know. He Maybe he did have sexual relations. We don't know. Right. But we do know she didn't have children, and that was a curse of God for her yeah. making fun of David. Right. He was God's chosen, God's yeah. anointed. Yeah. Well, you know, we're talking about the Ark of the Covenant. we got to do it God's way, not our way. Right. And we need to go by God's book, not our understanding of what culture says. Correct. But, you know, we talk about the Ark of the Covenant, and we know in the end times, the church— uh, will be raptured. Right. And I think that's going to be fairly soon. I think so um, too. Yeah. And, you know, the Jews are wanting to rebuild, they're going to rebuild the temple. Yeah. That's and the, the Ark of the Covenant ha will be there. See, and that is just amazing. We don't know where the, I mean, they, the Ark of the Covenant is kind of missing right now. Well, in the Ark of the Covenant, as a church, we don't need it. No. Because Jesus is our Ark of the Covenant. But someday it's going to be used again. It is. Um, the, the Jews, matter of fact, if you listen, uh, a lot of people that are, they're planning the temple, mm -hmm. the rebuilding of the temple. They're right. already planning this. Isn't there a mosque on right now? It's called the Dome of the Rock. Okay. And the mosque. Yeah. And this is where they think, many believe, and I lean here. Me too. I tend to believe that Solomon knew. Mm -hmm. in his wisdom that uh, eventually, well, God told him his kingdom will be divided because right. he went and, and uh, married uh, uh, foreign women and started worshiping uh, false gods. Yeah. And so he said it would be divided. So I think Solomon in, in a lot of tradition says that he created some um, areas underneath mm -hmm. where the temple Mount was. Oh, like tunnels. Kind tunnels. Of okay. Um, Okay, I, I don't, kind of like aqueducts. Aqueducts, yeah. 
where they believe that one of them is mm. where the Ark of the Covenant is hidden. Interesting. And a lot of Jews that are really in the inner circle, they say it's not lost. Okay. We know where it is. It's ah, hidden. So it's hidden, not lost. That's what they say. Okay. I believe it's under the, the Dome of the Rock. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, they're planning this, this month to sacrifice one of the red heifers, which is a fulfillment of prophecy. Right. In Israel. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And so they're, they're, they have plans. They have the plans of rebuilding the third temple. Yeah. This is, it gives me chills talking about it. Well, yeah, and and you know, even in Hollywood, they had that movie, The Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did you see that? Yes, Raiders. Long time ago, it was a good one. It was a good yeah. one, and and it was interesting. You know, it's interesting. I didn't like the snakes in it. When there's snakes in that one, I didn't like that. But it, it's interesting to see how the world wonders where it is as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to them, it's like a super weapon. I, I right. don't see it as that. Because, no, no. You know, number one, Jesus is the Ark of the Covenant for the church. Right, yeah. He dwells among us, his yes. people. He's our high priest. He's the final sacrifice. We are the temple. He yeah. is God in human form. He is the right. fulfillment of the law. And he is God and, vi and visually represented God, and he right. is the bread of life. Yeah. He is the Ark for us, the church. Absolutely. He He needs to be for Israel, but he's not yet. He will be. He will be. For and, uh, many yeah. of the people of Israel during the time of the tribulation. And then the act of them using the Ark of God will kind of lead them towards that realization. Yes. So. Because the Antichrist during the seven year will go into the Holy of Holies. Right. And where the Ark of the Covenant will be. And he will uh, commit the abomination of desolation. Yeah. Declare himself to be God. Right. And uh, all hell is going to break loose. Literally. So interesting things are to come even, you know, even today or soon for the Ark of the Covenant. And and uh, just really cool to see the parallel from this story to what's going to happen soon. This was 2,700 years ago. Yeah, really cool. And so God's not finished and we can see it. The Bible is real. Yes, it, it is. It is God's word. Yes. And there are some other theories like the Ark of the Covenant is in uh, uh, Ethiopia one is Mount Nebo. There's some interesting stories there, but I yeah. really, I've done a little bit of study on this, not as much as some, more right. than most. And I really come down, it's it's under the uh, um, the Temple Mount. Well, and didn't you, uh, we were talking about this today, and didn't you say Solomon made some replicas? Yeah, Solomon, it is through tradition, the Jews say that Solomon is believed made replicas. So, so that people might. would be deceived and take the take one, protect the real one. So yeah. maybe some of these that are have been seen. They maybe have one. It's a replica. The or, replicas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, I've enjoyed, you know, listening to and learning about these things as well, you know, Me too. Um, yeah. to learn more about the Ark of God, because it's it's just really it's really neat. And just to see the power of God and to see how we should obey him 100% whole, our whole heart and not to waver. And it also helps us remember that God can take your mess, turn to a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.